Hello, everyone, and welcome to Last Week in Basketball, a recap of some of the most important storylines and highlights that happened this past seven days in the NBA. I am your co-host, Mowgli, and sitting next to me, as always, the man, the myth, the mouth. My God, guys, we're back finally. We're back. (laughs) And all bets are off on these playoffs, right? Skip Bayless is crying right now. That's what's happening. I, I was reveling in his tears like, yes, cry, 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 because this time we're starting in the West, guys. Utah Jazz versus the Los Angeles Clippers. Personally, I think this is my most exciting remaining series. The Clippers, same 0-2 hole that they have fallen into as the last round. Are they able to come back? Is there enough in the tank? Are they fatigued? We'll find out. God, don't read my notes. You took that away from me right away. Oh, really? <laughs> That's what I was going to say. I love it. Well, this is the series, one of the series, pretty much the main one I haven't really been watching. I have so much hate. I'm putting all my hate towards the Clippers. You are a hater. You know, I'm hoping that the Jazz take this over. They're up 2-0 and right now. And, uh, yeah, it's, game three is going to be big. Uh, do they have it to do it again? They're going to need to do it again if they want to win a championship, Mal. They're digging themselves into these holes. Um, we're talking a little bit about the Clippers. Let's give the flowers to the victor of this game, the Utah Jazz. Wow. Donovan Mitchell. This whole th- <laughs> That's all I got to say. <laughs> this whole season, Utah was actually a legit contender. Who's their head coach right here? Rodney Dangerfield? I've given no respect to them. Boy, that's the story of my life. No respect. No respect to the city of Utah. How great it was. I told you I saw a game there, remember? Yeah. The last sporting event I went to before the pandemic hit, I saw the Utah Jazz. They lost to the Houston Rockets, but they have a great fan base. They also have an MVP candidate in Donovan Mitchell. They have a three-time defensive player of the year, and he just got his... Rudy! Yes. Rudy (laughs) Gobert, three times. Rudy, three times. I know we have JaVale McGee, Pierre, three times. <laughs> Fuck. We got Rudy three times now. And the reigning sixth man of the year. Former Laker. Former Laker. Exactly. Jordan, Jordan Clarkson. Clarkson. So look at that trifecta yeah. there. And you have Bogdanovich. Did you see that late Wait, game? Where's Bogdan? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? I actually don't know which Bogdanovich. <laughs> None of us know still. <laughs> yeah, right? Boggy. But he's doing good. He had solid defense against Kawhi late in the game. Did you see that? No, I told you I'm not watching this one, bro. Oh, all my no. hate. I'm using all my hate for it. I want them to lose. And Donovan Mitchell is showing up. I'm like, we were talking about earlier. He's 5-0 and now, coming back from the injury, all in the playoffs. Like, he's doing it. He's doing it big, bro. But the thing is, we really won't know until after game three. He that's did injure the, himself. That's the crutch right there because the – I look at that. I almost said the Lakers there. The Clippers, they did it last round. They went. They were in a hole. They could dig themselves out again potentially. But I don't know. With this firepower – and like you were saying earlier, too, I agree with you. We definitely skipped on him. I remember a couple of our earlier episodes this season. We were just like, oh, yeah, Utah's number one, two, three. You know, whichever was like, but we'll talk about them next week. And still. You know what it is? We had the blinders on because Utah is number one. Phoenix is number two. We've been talking crap about them all year long. True. So I guess what? Look, those standings actually, you know, there's some validity. There's some credibility to those number one and number two rankings. Let's stick with Utah, though. 117 to 111. Utah killed it. Obviously, it's only Donovan Mitchell right now for me. 37 points again. You know, he's going to have to keep matching that, and that's going to be a great playoff end whenever he ends. You know, because, like, no offense, I don't feel championship here. What? But there's there's all the pieces are there. They're there. I'm just like like you said, they got the sixth man of the year. They got defensive man of the year. They got a potential a potential MVP candidate, I'm saying. Not 
a legit MVP candidate yet. But yeah, I still I just don't feel it yet from this team. I don't I don't know. Listen, I, I have a great counter to that, Malv. Currently, as they are right now, I think they are missing that final piece. I mean, everything's there. They just need to get over that hump, that mental hurdle. And if they do end up beating this LA Clippers team with championship expectations, you saw the confidence that Phoenix had once they defeated the Lakers. They're on it, so. The Utah Jazz, if they somehow managed to defeat the Clippers, would probably ride a similar wave a la the Phoenix Suns, and that way you have a number one versus number two Western Conference Finals. How it should be. We're getting ahead of ourselves there. Way ahead. Um, <laughs> there's still so much basketball left, but congratulations, Utah. I was sleeping on you. You showed me up. Very well done. Good job, Quinn Snyder. That's who the head coach is. It's not Rodney Dangerfield. It's Quinn Snyder. Okay, Malv, I know you said you haven't really been watching this series, and I have a little bit of a gripe to pick with you because, because you're actually missing some very, very incredible, like, acrobatic core strength, just incredible ball trickery by donovan mitchell he, oh no he was killing it last season in he's the a houdini yeah. he's a, this is like literally because Dwayne wade is now like a, a he's part of the ownership team and donovan mitchell really reminds me of like a fusion between Dwayne wade and derrick rose like nice. d wade's like just fearlessness and his, his leadership and then and eric rose just his like attack and body it, attacking the rim, the rim and just the way he just knows how to to put the English on the basketball. Yeah. So I think I think that's what the basketball gods had in mind when they were creating Donovan Mitchell. It's like, oh, let's put a little bit of D-Wade right here. <laughs> let's put a little uh, of, of D-Rose right here. And Allah, we have D-Mitchell. Throw some D's on the bitch. <laughs> oh, get shit. Get out of here. Did I say get that? Get the fuck out of here. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, dude, he's yeah. been fucking amazing. Like, No, I'm watching game three, quarter four. We're going to see if Pandemic P shows up, you know. They're playing in the Staples Center. Oh, this is going to be so hard because game three is tomorrow, Saturday. You're probably listening to it on the Saturday. But also the UFC fight, and I'm super big into MMA. I'll probably have him on both both TVs. Um, okay, yes. What else are we talking about? You want to talk about the Clippers? No, not yet. We have to, though. No, no. We're going to the Denver Nuggets versus the Phoenix Suns. Fuck. We have so much hate for these rest of these teams. Serge Ibaka is actually done for the season. Oh, what? Yeah, it was a little bit of breaking news right before we went on the air. Back surgery. He's getting back surgery. He will not be available for the remainder of the playoffs. I broke my back. Spinal. It was a pretty instrumental role when he was with Toronto, and he has that chemistry with Kawhi. And his YouTube show, too. (laughs) (laughs) Part of the yeah the YouTube show I can't forget that the one Clippers that I do like Reggie Jackson is actually redeeming himself quite a bit and Terrence Mann the youngster he's playing like almost Caruso level of hustle I think that, I think that's what Terrence Mann is he is the Clippers equivalent of Caruso the Clippers need that is it too little too late tune in Saturday to find <laughs> out on the next episode of NBA. <laughs> To the other series in the Western Conference, and I am actually a bit shocked it has been this lopsided, the Denver Nuggets against the Phoenix Suns. Crazy. We had mentioned this earlier. We didn't think that Denver was going to get out of the first round because of Jamal Murray and his injury, and they needed him to go forward. They got past the first round, but I think this is where the Nuggets train stops. Phoenix is taking all the energy, all that confidence. They're riding on a high-ass level right now. they're 0-5 right now. I mean, 5-0 in the playoffs, yo, like... They're riding off like you're saying right now. The Lakers win, and that's what they need to do. Who needed that more, Chris Paul or Jay Crowder? Chris Paul, bro. Yeah, Chris, Chris Paul. Paul. You've seen Jay yeah. Crowder, though? Have you been noticing him? He's he, had that the energy. He is definitely like the Patrick Beverly, the goon, the Matt Barnes. Uh, yeah, yeah. He, but he's getting more chattier now because he's winning now. You know, like I, like he I always had that energy, like that crazy goon energy that you're talking about, but I feel that he's 
playing it up now more Mm -hmm. because they're winning. Yeah. You know, and honestly, right now, the fucking Phoenix Suns are not a mirage anymore. We can't even joke on them because they're looking fucking fire, bro. Chris Paul and fucking Devin Booker. What did he have? He had like 17 or 15 assists, Chris Paul did, the previous game, right? Well, he's averaging 16.4 right now, and he has 49% shooting. That's all Chris Paul, bro. And fucking Devin Booker is right behind him with averaging 24 points and five rebounds and, like, just the shooting. Like, you can't stop their energy. This team, you have to stop right at the first quarter. Like, you have to decimate them in the first quarter. Hey, side quest real quick. We've got ourselves a side quest. Have you seen that picture going online of Devin Booker's four-point play the first time, and then we got it the second time, where no. he's just lying on the floor? Like, he's literally lying on the basketball court. Like, like, yeah, on, remember that yeah. shot? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, so they just like, he did it again! So I, I've been seeing that. I was like, oh, motherfucker. That's a pretty wild picture, though. That's really Yeah, cool. no, it was a dope one. Yeah, yeah I know yeah. that one. Yeah, that one's legendary. But no, like, this is fucking crazy. Like, usually for us, like, I know you're kind of with me. Like, if they beat our team, we kind of have to root for them. Or, like, we don't, not root for them per se, but, like, I don't feel bad if they win the championship, you know, because yeah. they beat our team, you I know, got you. you know what I mean? And like right now I'm feeling it. I don't think they're going to win the Suns, but like as a previous team, we were talking about the jazz. I feel the Suns have it more right now and they don't even have that. All their players aren't even at top tier levels compared to jazz players. Like I'm just saying like I, when I'm watching them, like I feel they're, they're all connecting. They're you feel all like the on, chemistry, they're peaking all, just in time. And that is, everything. What do you think the main thing about that Chris is? Chris Paul, it's, we're talking about it. it. Of course, like, come on. That's what it is. And Ooh. surprisingly, like I told you, I wish it happened. The fucking basketball gods killed me. When I, that shoulder injury that should have happened in game one and two, you know, like that's, it's crazy how Chris Paul needs to be healthy because he's been on this track, this trajectory of becoming, a, of becoming a champion. So many times. And, like, right now, I'm feeling it. As a basketball fan, this is probably his most real time. This will be it. This is it. And when I say this is it, it really means this is it. That he needs to take advantage of right now. And I see it in his energy and Book's energy, Payne's energy. Uh, who the fuck else? DeAndre Ayton. Yeah, like, you know, I see that in their energy. I Mikhail see more. Bridges. Like, not that they're all championship caliber players, but I see a championship potential team already. Right I like there. what you're saying there, Malv. I, I, you see the dog in them. You see the fight. Mm-hmm. And that's what you're saying. And, and Chris Paul is setting that tempo because he knows. He's a dog. He's an asshole. Right? <laughs> Look what he, the Clippers are in an 0-2 hole. They just defeated the Lakers. You know, the West is basically wide open. And in Chris Paul's mind, why not us? Why not now? And I'm looking as a fan. Why not them? I agree with what you're saying. I agree with what you're saying. Whether or not he can do it, whether or not he can stay healthy, whether or not, you know, the, the Denver Nuggets can come back from this series is another thing, too. Um, Nikola Jokic. My God, MVP. How's he doing? How's he doing? He's, he's, he's doing uh, his part. What everybody is it? else. What is it? Nope. What is Mike Malone saying? They got their ass kicked. Like, <laughs> That's a beating, bro. And you have the MVP on your team, bro? That's fucking horrible, especially for Jokic. Especially he just got announced the, the night before that he won the MVP. And it's like, you usually want to win the night the next game. Like, I, that's and show it up. Like, yeah, this is why I'm the MVP. But... I feel bad for him. Ugh. Hopefully you have that altitude difference that plays a, a, a factor. It did play a factor when the Lakers played that seven-game series. Remember when Ron yeah. Artest got suspended for seven games? That was a nice blow, though. Oh, that was, that was the James you Harden. You weren't even doing anything. <laughs> We're not hating here, bro. We're not hating here. I'm hating the Suns, but I really think they're going to kill this series. Your predictions? You think Suns in five, you said? I said five, yeah. Whoa. I really do. I think Suns in five. They're scaring me. I do think the Nuggets can probably squeeze out a couple games. I'm going Phoenix in six. 
So I'll go Phoenix in six. You're going Phoenix in five, mm-hmm. yes? And then for the other series, you had the Jazz or the Clippers? You already know. My hate says Nuggets in seven. You mean but Jazz my, in seven? Jazz in seven. But my basketball mind saying Clippers in seven. I don't know. Do my Does my hate overpower my heart right now? Yeah, it does. Let's go Jazz. I'm going Clippers. I'm going Clippers in seven. You're going Jazz in seven. And we're off to the Eastern Conference now. A little All chippy, chippy here. A bit chippy. Would you like to start off with the Philadelphia 76ers versus the Atlanta Hawks? Yeah, let's do it, man. That's my second series I've been watching the most. Surprisingly, I've been on the East Coast games, man. You on that East Coast tip, huh? Dude, East Coast is playing it, bro. They're fucking playing ball. I feel the desperation from Philly, like from Joel Embiid especially. And from Atlanta, I just feel like what we've been talking about that, what is it, young boy energy, you know, just like, yo, we're going to play. You know, we're going to play. We're going to win. We're going to lose. Whatever. We're playing. Atlanta is so early on into, like, their their quote-unquote process. So um, it's really putting a lot of pressure on Philadelphia, on Joel Embiid, on Doc Rivers, on Ben Simmons, on Tobias, just everyone. Because you've always come up short against, you know, the really, really elite teams. That's how it's been. They lost that heartbreaker Toronto. to Toronto, <laughs> who ended up being the champions. You know, they lose to – who did they lose to last season? I thought it was Boston. Boston, who made themselves to the Eastern Conference Finals, right? And then now you have this team, the Atlanta Hawks. I mean, if they beat him, they'll make if, it. Yeah. But the Hawks just came out of nowhere once, you know, Lloyd Pierce got fired, once Nate McMillan took over. No, shout that's out to- what well, I was going to – she said shout-out to Nate McMillan, but I wanted to say to you too, like, I can't remember which team had a coach leave that was doing extremely bad and now was doing extremely pretty decent in the playoffs. Like, I feel like the Hawks are the only ones right now. I can't really – Oh, yeah. I, can't, I can't think of, like, has there been a team that's gone a little bit more in the playoffs second round? Well, you know, I, not, I'm Except bringing the up, one that won, the Seattle one, but that's about it. I think uh, the one that comes to mind is David Blatt when he was the coach for the, the Cleveland Cavaliers, and then they got rid of him, and then Ty Lue came in as the interim. The cha- yeah, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was, the, that was the his, guy to ask. Yeah, right? <laughs> Mowgli knows. Hashtag yeah. Mowgli knows. Yeah. <laughs> but, no, like, what one thing, though, for this, it's it, this is like the Clippers conundrum, I feel, for real, though. Like, for the Sixers? For the Sixers, yeah, bro. This is their third time, too. They're just not cutting it. I know it's a process. I know they were young and going, but showing up like this, if, like, I'm with Shaq. If you're a fucking championship team, bro, Joel Embiid crying that you're MVP, then fuck, as an MVP, yes, you did monster in game two with the 40 points and the beatdown, but you got to bring that energy game one, every fucking game, actually, because it's going to be an embarrassment if the Phillies lose to the Hawks, bro. I, I really think... The greatest thing that Philly can do, and they have been doing this, is just size on Trey Young. Once you just kind of mm-hmm. overwhelm him, because he's he's not the tallest player. You know, there's always a trade-off. So that has to be Philadelphia's game plan. Atlanta has to figure out how to adjust to that. Because without Trey Young, they're not getting anywhere. So well, that's where I told you, like Clint, that's where Clint Capella has to step up too, you know. I know it's gonna be and a George- hard ass job against Embiid. He like I don't think your points are going to be that high, and like I'm pretty sure he's going to take a little bit advantage of you in the fucking paint. But hey, man, you did it before in the playoffs. You got to do it again. Yeah, he did it with Houston, right? Mm-hmm. He did. He did. The next series. Let's do it. My favorite one. Wow, the Milwaukee Bucks versus the Brooklyn Nets. Milwaukee, they're off life support, coming off of a very, very throwback '90s style basketball game yesterday. They pull out the victory. 86 to 83. Yes, you heard that right. A team with Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving was only able to score 83 points. James Harden was on the bench, but still. Milwaukee came out victorious. Great stop at the end. 
Yeah, they're right back in this. Still two and one. Yeah, it's still two one. Still two and one. I know they had that. I've caught the bandwagon fever. I'm going Bucks and seven. I predicted. I, I told you I predicted Bucks Nets and seven. You and predicted seven. Nets and seven. Nets and seven. I know for that sure. for sure. But for wow. sure, I said Bucks. It's already a series because I was going to call a, a gentleman sweep, but they showed me that the Bucks can play basketball. You know when they need to, but as the score indicates. You can't do that, bro, all the time, especially with this team. They can get on fire too quickly. Man, I love the way Giannis started that game, though. He was attacking. He was aggressive. Like, he really does remind me of what Shaq can do if, like, Shaq was super skinny and lean in his prime and could, like, he's just like a gazelle. And like super, Orlando years. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, Shaq Orlando years. That's kind of what Giannis reminds me of right now because just the way he dunks and his ferocity. But his ferocity is not like that all the time, you know, and that's why he's getting taken advantage of. I hate it. You bring up a great point, and the, the commentating team brought that up as well. He wasn't attacking, and he was just settling for those outside shots, and that's when Brooklyn was able to creep back into the game. You can't be doing that. So, so it's just r- reminding himself in the moment, and, and that's part of, you know, Drew Holiday or the, co- the coaching staff or whoever the leader is. Giannis, we know you want to prove yourself that you're a good shooter, but the way to victory is you establishing dominance in the paint. Just don't forget that. Drive it in. Slam it in. <laughs> <laughs> it's the slam. Come on and jam. Thank you very much. I always wanted to be in Space Jam. Fuck. Giannis, anything to say? Well, I try hard. I want to win the championship. I went two-time MVP. Oh, did you see that, though? He got called again for the 10-second violation. With no, the they free got throw. him again? They got him again. I love it, though. You got to call it more. And, and, and the team also brought up another solid point, the commentating team. This isn't only the second time. He does it every time he does a free throw. And, uh, yeah, yeah, I can see how it can get frustrating. We'll see what happens. On the Brooklyn Nets side... Let's go ahead and pull up their stats from that game. Yeah, don't be too shabby with Durant, bro. Yeah. He still killed it with 30 points. No, he Come still on. did. Blake Griffin, he had some moments as well. Kyrie, he had 22. So, okay. Kevin Durant, 30 points, 11 rebounds, 5 assists. He still had such a ridiculous three-pointer at the end of that game. He's a beast, He's a bro. beast. Kyrie, two, he was murdering. Kyrie, 22 points, 5 rebounds. So their stats were cool. And I'm looking it up right now. I totally forgot about Bruce Brown. Oh, my goodness. I done goofed. This dude was supposed to be taking the place of James Harden, and he filled in in such a valiant effort. Would you agree? Oh, yeah. And the Nets don't even need this, but it's a plus, bro. This is exactly. (laughs) This is actually a nice embarrassment of riches. They don't need this. Bruce Brown. Let's pull up his stats. 16 points, 11 rebounds, 3 assists, but the energy. The Mm -hmm. energy when I was watching this game, he was dunking. He was playing ferocious. He waited for his moment, and when his moment came, he was ready. Too bad it didn't come with a win. It did not come with a win. <laughs> but, no, you need that confidence, especially in the playoffs, especially right now. You don't know with Harden. I'm assuming they're taking it easy because they feel like they're going to win. But but look at this. Uh, ESPN stats, they were telling me, there's only five players in the whole game that finished double figures. Obviously, Kevin Durant, Irving. You just said I, Bruce, Bruce Brown. Brown and Giannis. Then Giannis and just Middleton. Like, the Bucks. that's all they're doing, bro. Hey, shout out to Chris Middleton. Yeah, he's putting his work in. That's why they kept him. He's put it in for the last two, three seasons. 35 points, 15 rebounds. I'm sorry, Chris Middleton. We fucked up. We should have led this off with you. (laughs) Yeah. No, he did. He did because he got a lot of flack. No, but he's a, yeah, he's the unsung number two. We know he's a number two. He does get flack when they lose, but like we didn't give him any, (laughs) any roses right now. But the thing is, he's inconsistent too. You know, like, this is a very interesting dynamic that you're mentioning right now because, yes, Giannis is the number one, but Chris Middleton, when it comes to creating a play or late game you know, oh, yeah, playmaking, he is the one who's going to be the dude because mm-hmm. he can create for himself. So I don't know any other teams that really do that where it's like we know who the number one guy is, 
but then the number two guy does that. Maybe Brooklyn with Kyrie and James Harden. Well, that's and, different because they're all elite. So they're yeah, all just huh. one A, one C, one B. Like, you know, that that's the different thing. But, like, with Middleton, like, he they try to – I always hear on the commentating in the media saying he is number two, but then he's not a number two. You know, it's like – but he puts number two status, and he's doing a lot of number two work. This that's tandem, what a number two is. But, the, but this tandem is not doing it together, you know, like – you have Giannis one season, one year, one postseason doing a lot better than Middleton, you know, but you don't have both of them firing, I feel, at the same all-star rate they should both be at. And You want them you, to be peaking at the same time. That's mm-hmm, what you're saying, yeah. right? They need to. Not that I want. I think this, te- need, this team needs to be peaking at the same time, especially those two because, no offense, my boy P.J. Tucker, I love him, but, you know, he's just the goon for that team. Like, I feel like who else do they have on that team? Like, I don't feel there's Brooke anybody Lopez. else who's going to – I don't feel they're going to give you Holiday. solid. He posted up Landry Shamit nasty on that late game too. How could I forget about him? Yeah. Drew Holiday came in through a post game interview. He said the one thing: defense first, championships. I know they're trying to do that, and that's what we were talking about the Nets all season. What's going to happen with this offense? Look, there's no James Harden, which means that they need to take advantage of these situations. They did not take advantage of the first two games. They have it this one. They need to build something off of this. For, for the sake of competitive basketball, please, please, Milwaukee. <laughs> Milwaukee. No, no, no. Bucks and seven. Kill the Cream City. Oh, the Cream City. <laughs> That's what they call it, I right? know, the jerseys. Yeah. Yeah, they're so perverted, right? <laughs> That's, I thought so. <laughs> yeah, everyone did. Uh, you know those. Damn you, Nike. Right? Corrupting my child. I really feel the Nets are, they're just monsters, bro. On Brooklyn, who is their defensive stopper? Who they is the dude? They don't have that guy. We'll have Blake Griffin do it, don't trip. Oh, exactly, right? <laughs> you get crossed up again. I'm telling you, though, like, Against the next coming team, even if it was maybe the Suns, if they get to that far, would be a lot more difficult for them to play, I would see, offensively. But currently, them staying in the East, I feel they're murdering. They can murder them on just pure talent. They don't need a coach. Mm. (laughs) Okay, okay. Well, that was a nice little throwback 90s basketball score. Couple more things before we wrap. Just other basketball news that has been happening. This is not NBA, but he's. Helped a lot of players make it to the NBA. Esteemed Duke basketball coach Mike Krzyzewski, Coach K, has announced he is going to retire at the end of this season. So Coach K is literally a staple for USA basketball, for men's basketball, for just, you know. That's the only way I know him. As you guys know, as Mowgli knows it surprisingly, I don't like college hoops, but I do love USA Olympic hoops, FIBA. Yeah. Or, you know, straight Hey, shout out though, Mal. I I asked you how many championships he won in the collegiate level, and you got it right, right? Yeah, I told you. I I got it right with five, and I I don't even watch college, but I was, like, assuming because he was, like, within 20 years, you know, and he very successful. and 35 years. 12 Final Fours, five championships. Just my dust. Hoffman going off, bro. So I knew the answer. Rain man. <laughs> oh. How many championships? He has five. Five. He, I count five. One, two, three, five. 1991, 1992, <laughs> 2001, 2010, 2015. He also is a five-time ACC coach of the year. So shout out to Coach K. He will be missed. He's like helped shape so many players. Let's just name a couple. Kyrie Irving, Brandon Ingram, J.J. Redick, Christian Leitner, Grant Hill, Bobby Hurley, Legends. Uh, uh, Jay Williams, just... I don't know. A, great a bunch, players. A bunch. You got some star and power. Also, you got great bench players. There. Also, all the Olympic players, because he was for Team USA. Kobe. Carlos LeBron, Boozer. Everybody. Carlos Boozer. Yeah. Exactly. Shane Battier. Oh, yeah. Fuck. I, remember, I forgot Shane Battier in there. Wow. Carmelo. Carmelo winning crazy in the Olympics. All Coach K. Yeah. So Much respect. He will be missed. He will be missed. He's a great basketball mind. Congratulations on whatever you do next. Thank you very much. All right, moving on. The Indiana Pacers will not bring back their head coach, Nate Bjorken. 
Remember that whole crazy incident? Yeah. <laughs> right, you're rolling your eyes. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm so shocked. <laughs> Hopefully Indiana does something, man. Orlando's head coach will not return as well. Another head coach who will not return, and we had mentioned this kind of in the Staples Center episode, Terry Stotts, the Portland Trailblazers coach, will not be returning. And what did Damian Lillard say right as soon as he said that? Hey, I want Jason Kidd as my coach. And what did Jason Kidd say? Nah, fam. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to just put a little tidbit because I know we're running like hard on the time, but I heard that Tony's in the in the race for that, and it just no, don't do no, that. Any Dave. of those options do right that. now do not seem like a viable option. You got time, bro. Wait we're gonna a bit. we're gonna speak this into existence, okay? Damian Lillard, get over here to the purple and gold. Oh. <laughs> How nice would that be? I'm gonna speak it into existence. Yeah, yeah. Then chill. Well, this is all pipe dreams. Yeah, I don't yeah. even know. Yeah, like, we're just talking <laughs> cap wise whether or yeah. not the legal allow this. You know, the we'll allow it. <laughs> oh, we'll we'll allow. David Stern ain't alive. Uh, R.I.P. Sorry, David Stern. Shit. Okay, well. <laughs> Our final segment before we go is the designated Lakers talk, and it kind of just naturally <laughs> made its way there. So uh, just a little bit of Lakers news before we wrap up. LeBron, he's changing his number to number six. I need another jersey now. Oh, right. I didn't even get one the first time. <laughs> hey, okay, serious question. <laughs> What's up? If he wins a championship in the number 23 and the number six, are the Lakers retiring both of his jerseys? Yes, you have to. Yes. Easily. What, what if he doesn't win as six? No. 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 Ooh. 23 only. I'm, you might have a point there because to, he has so many the, other teams that are retiring his number. LeBron, that's a challenge, goat, bro. Become the ultimate GOAT with a new number, new city. Damn, another record? Fuck it. I like that. I like that. Another thing, too, Pat Riley got fined for tampering. He was quoted as saying that he'll leave a key under the doormat. Oh, I thought he said, we'll leave the light on for you, LeBron. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right. Pat Motel 6 uh, Riley. <laughs> that's where he stays at. That's where all the important meetings take place is Motel 6. We'll leave the light on for you. Yeah, he got fined for that, so a little bit of... Would be crazy, though, if LeBron decided to do another one and go back to Miami for, like, two seasons. Would you be mad? I'd be like, whoa, what the fuck? Are you kidding me? Like, I'd just be like, we left at the altar. (laughs) Has that ever happened to you? Have you ever been left at the altar? I wish. Right? I think I know someone who's had a similar thing like that. (laughs) We can get into that another episode. Okay, okay, one more thing before we go is the games of the week. Weekend, I should say. <laughs> game four for me. Game four. You guys already know. You guys got to watch it. ABC Sunday, I believe. Nets going to win the Bucks. The Bucks. <laughs> and that's going to conclude today's episode of Last Week in Basketball. We hope you had a blast listening. We always have a blast recording these. Questions, comments. I know we got some new podcast art. I love it. You I, love I it. I love it. We. <laughs> We love it. We want to know what the fans think. Hopefully you guys like it too. But yes, yes. Yeah, let us know which one's your favorite because I have one that's very, I really love. And I just want to see if you guys love both of them. But let me know if you guys like the one I like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let us know. MalvinMogley at gmail.com. We're always trying to get better. Subscribe to us wherever you listen to your podcast. If you listen on Apple, kindly rate us five stars. It would help us out tremendously. And one more thing. Follow us on social media, will ya? At Malv underscore N underscore Mowgli. All right, guys, we'll be back here next week because we love playoff basketball.